0: Hello, everybody! Merry Christmas, and welcome to uh, one Christmas. of our bonus episodes that we do here on Play Along Podcast. Our Patreon—we're giving this one for free out to everybody, just so you can listen. Wow! What? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Feel privileged. Fiddle privileged, Joe. You're, You're giving this one, this for, one free. for free. Is that <laughs> not what's happening? Am I? Am this, I wrong? <laughs> did I misinterpret this the situation? Are they having to pay for this one? This podcast is a dying light podcast. <laughs> It's, no it's a dead island podcast I just love it,
1: delivery. it wasn't like you know oh it's christmas we wanted to give you guys some content but it's just you get it, it's all free. right
0: this uh, one is wild. free the
2: next one isn't
1: i i'm
0: i'm confused about the situation is that not how what's happening i don't know i just like to subscribe ben just
2: ben just reacted and started laughing and then i started <laughs> laughing that he was laughing i don't you know it was your delivery i liked your it i thought it was, was just
0: fucking <laughs> this is going to be it we're going to keep all of this in
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: well now i'm embarrassed and don't want to do it so now Okay, it's gonna, the uh, point is guys, <laughs> uh
2: we we do these episodes uh, periodically every month and we release them on our Patreon which has two tiers, $2 gets you access to all of the bonus episodes that we do, $5 gets you access yep. to our D&D uh D&D, D&D D D series that we are doing. Yes, Ben as our trusty DM and two other lovely ladies who are doing a campaign with. If you're interested in this, we appreciate the support deeply, and we hope that you enjoy this episode, which can be found there. If you enjoy this kind of content, some of the more things outside of our main series, us just talking about the industry and other games that we might enjoy, we recommend that you join our Patreon. Uh, once again it helps us a ton so thank you so much for your support thank you so much for listening to our podcast we love you all deeply and enjoy the episode to come thank you
0: Merry Christmas friends welcome to play Along podcast another another bonus episode here on the show this month's bonus episode i'm jared as you know and i'm joined by kai and ben
2: how you guys doing doing pretty good you know no complaints
1: no complaints yeah i'm good i'm good i'm uh excited to talk about this because i like talking about video games so yeah shocker then guys, you are in the
2: right games. place
0: this is if you, I guess, whoever's listening to this is part of the Patreon. But for some reason, if this episode bleeds <laughs> out to our normal audience, this is what you get. You get nice. Normies end up here
2: <laughs> exactly. in this. gets If this gets fucking leaked, first of all, I'm gonna be pissed. But also, <laughs> grateful that we're good enough to get leaked. Question mark. Uh, <laughs> Play Along Podcast
1: LLC will not be offering refunds for the leaking of any yeah, Patreon uh, content.
0: But this is here. This is what you get. We're chill. We're relaxing. We talk about some video games. Sometimes with a guest and sometimes it's just us, but today's theme, as you saw from the title, is we're going to be going through some of our 2023 predictions, what we think the industry is going to go into next year, some game expectations, and some things we might see next year. Um, yeah, where do, we, where do we want to start? we got a, we got a long list of things, a long list of conversations we can talk about. What's uh, up
1: I, I've got my I've got my five lined up, so I can just fire okay, ben, off the first let's, one. Let's I've got a list with of a one hundred games coming out next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's so, start with one of yours. What do you got for us? My my first one that I've got on here is that Microsoft's acquisition of Activision will be halted by a legal case that will be spearheaded by Sony. Bro, that's just. I feel like that's just. good That's just going to happen. That's
0: just, that's a, that's a, just a, a
2: fucking conspiracy. First of all so the
1: reason i say this right is because sony have been uh, they're, very they're vocal fucking
0: nips are in a twist right now their little paintings yeah. are in a bunch with all they're this very vocal
1: shit. about um activision being acquired and they were like oh we're just gonna make it xbox exclusive so xbox were like all right bet let's do a deal with nintendo where for the next 10 years you can play cod on nintendo
0: it's just like it's,
1: uh it's weird sony's just like apparently only
0: sony can have exclusives and they're saying this is bad for the com- the competition environment so they're trying to like like leading to the investors saying like this acquisition is not going to be good because of competition reasons It's going to be bad for the industry so the, it f- is- the
1: fin go on kai go on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's fine you can finish i'll i'll do my summary in the end
1: no i was gonna say like the the reason, so I mean, this is already looking like a legal case is going to happen because the I can't remember what it is. I think SCE. It is, yes,
2: yeah. the security trade, the security trades like commission. There's, there's already uh, talks of a legal case being filed by them. It was, against it was Microsoft. filed. Yep. Oh, it was, was it? Yes. Yep. The Damn. SCE has filed a case against them. Okay. Let, let's let's um, break this down. Yeah. Uh, so in the United States, there's something called antitrust laws, which are set <laughs> in place because <laughs> during the i don't i'm allergic to antitrust laws i'm sorry (laughs) in the 1920s uh during the you know rise of carnegie's and the rise of the rockefellers and these massive you know at the time billionaires now quintillionaires that held all this wealth they bought all of the companies and all the competition and formed monopolies which is obviously bad for a menagerie of reasons but the worst part is it's bad for consumers Um, And so, the United States of America built antitrust laws to break up these giants of industry and break them into competitors, because competition is good for the consumer, and competition is good for For the company. Uh, For the company, Uh, throughout the uh, last. 50 years or so uh antitrust laws have been completely neutered by politics. And the reason is is that a politics is mainly run by big money groups and people who have big money or companies and companies want to make profit and everyone wants to be in a monopoly because you can charge whatever people. Um, and so if we've seen this with AT&T, we've seen this in the social space. Uh we've seen this mm. with Google and as well <clears> as <with throat> Facebook acquiring Instagram and acquiring any competitor that it deems uh worthy to join its lineup. Um, and so Yes, the SCE has filed a uh, case against the acquisition of of Activision from Microsoft. Unfortunately, it is pretty much a, a warning. It's not a real um, like legal suit. It's more just like, hey, we're calling this this out is bad. Um, but there's zero precedent to stop this. If you look at what has been happening over the last you know, 10, 20 years within the tech sector... Within entertainment, you look at something like Disney mm. purchasing Fox, yeah, exactly. um, there's no legal way they're going to be able to stop this. Microsoft's deal has already pretty much gone through. It's more just flagging mm. that this is going to be bad for consumers. Sony can say whatever the fuck they want, but Sony is nowhere near the valuation of Microsoft. Um, and like there, There's nothing legally Sony can do to stop this from going through. Um, they can complain to the SCE that this is like, you know, a monopoly in a sense, but Sony's existence proves that that's not true, right? Because so, there is competition.
1: Yes. Interestingly, you're talking about the SCE and stuff like that. Uh, two days ago, the mm. FTC filed, a legal, ta- filed yeah. a legal challenge against them. That and legal our-
2: challenge also is a non. Like, it's it's a warning shot. It's not an act. Like, if you read the FTC's report, it's more like, this is bad. They can't do anything about it. Just the same yeah. way they can't do anything about any of the other monopolistic actions of tech and entertainment companies over mm-hmm. the last 20 years. Because they, the Republican Party pretty much cut the balls off of the FTC and the SCE. And we're like, you can't do anything. Because once yeah. again, big businesses control government. It's just the reality of how it goes. Nothing's going to happen. Also, look... There's been a lot of really shitty things to happen in the world uh and especially in business. This one in particular
3: like it's such
2: either. a bullshit thing to complain about. Like Activision's big, but it's not it's not big enough to be like, "Oh, you know." Like they're not even a console manufacturer. So they're not even technically in the same business as Microsoft from a business purchasing aspect. It's just Microsoft is acquiring a a publisher. So it's like Yeah. I don't know what your your argument is going to be legally to, I, to get this. I think to stop, the, but the
0: only the only argument and like from Sony's perspective, it's just Call of Duty. Like that's I think
1: what stirred most of this is the Call of Duty kind of thing so to it. It's also the the Call of Duty is like the big cherry on top, but also yeah. it's the sheer number of IPs that Activision that Blizzard Activision. have access to. I would say yeah. this is bigger than like the the Bethesda acquisition, like the acquisition Blizzard, hundred percent bigger than the Activision Hundred percent. And the reason, so obviously, all of these legals are like going; these legal challenges are going off and stuff. But I reckon, I reckon that maybe it might not be the US. It it may have to be the UK that we we file some sort of legal lawsuit against it, but. I have a feeling that someone, whether it's like a European government or if it's the UK government, will find some way to make a legal challenge against it. And then Sony will fucking pony off the back of that and become like the star witness, whatever equivalent that is, of why this is such a bad thing for the industry because they want to do anything they can to stop this from happening.
2: I mean there there's nothing they can do microsoft is in a in a whole other league and additionally like this is nothing compared to the acquisition of 20th century fox from disney yeah when
1: you say that isn't this like predominantly shit tons of money more than was paid it's like nearly 69 billion dollars that Yeah, but you're buying. talking
2: you're, you're talking about the legal argument i mean so, okay money is money right like sure you're buying a a company for whatever the company's evaluation is but like you're talking about the argument here is the content right they're they're mm-hmm. purchasing the rights to this content
1: there is so much content that, the 20th century Fox and yeah. yeah, I mean they were owned. they
2: were one of the largest content producers for a hundred years. I mean, they made every large entertainment IP. Not only that, they dominated sports, uh, which is yeah. a billion dollar industry. Alien,
1: Star Wars, the Omen, the Fly, uh Die Hard. I
2: mean, Star Wars alone is Star yeah. Wars is probably twice the valuation of Call of Duty. Oh, 100%. alone. Uh, we were talking, so we were talking about the cost difference between Activision and Fox's acquisition. Fox sold for oh. seventy one billion dollars, uh, mm. and uh, Activision is only sixty eight. So it's less than Disney's acquisition of Twentieth Century Fox.
1: And no one, what's no one in- even did a thing. So- what's <laughs> yeah. interesting is that a lot of people. Th- this is what's interesting for me as well is that people are saying like, "Oh yeah, now that." activision blizzard has been acquired and it's like it's weird because it is set in stone but it also like isn't set in stone like it hasn't officially happened but like you said there's nothing anyone can seem to do to stop it
0: yeah the whole idea of this i mean kai what you're saying about like no one really kind of bat an eye at disney Acquiring these things and with gaming and maybe it's just because we see it more in our sphere of people talking about it because for some reason now we talk about this stuff you
2: know back in the uh, day no I one mean, talked about no, no, development no, no, no. no one talked about any of that but I want to be clear I mean when Disney acquired Fox I was in film school I was in grad school for film and it was huge people were very angry it was okay, well, a that, big yeah, deal that, that, in, that, in that the industry people were upset about it but no one was like oh Let's file a legal action against the largest company on the planet, Disney, for entertainment. The thing
1: that that made me say this, right, is I'm wondering how much lobbying Sony is willing to put into any form of legal challenge that they can to stop this.
0: I'll agree with you in the sense that I think this could probably be a possibility. I don't think anything's going to come from it. Okay. Sony might continue to try to do whatever
1: it can to stop this, but it's not. Oh, I'm not happen. saying it's going to be successful. I'm just saying uh, that Sony will do everything in its power to get it to call cool and basically yeah. throw shit at the wall
2: and hope that it just doesn't go through. I just I also I, I, want, I want to put this out there, too. Sony. Yes. Big company is worth about 100 billion dollars. Microsoft, Microsoft is worth about twice that. They are twice the size of Sony, even without Activision. Like you because are talking about reviewing the lens of like game. You're looking at a gaming. It. Yeah. Microsoft yeah. is a massive company. They are one of the most important companies in the world. And Sony is also very important, but is in a completely different league. Uh, Microsoft's valuation is about $189 billion at the moment. And they're on a downswing. Sony is at about 98 billion dollars it's like it doesn't matter like microsoft could bleed sony dry if they wanted to <laughs> of legal fees for the next 20 years and it wouldn't matter it wouldn't affect. well and microsoft. it's it's, and it's
0: interesting too because i saw a tiktok of this today and i may maybe remember misremembering the exact information but it's the context of the information that matters the difference between a million and a billion someone was saying like how much do you think a million seconds is and like, oh, a million seconds is 11 days. He's like, oh, how much a billion seconds is? He's like, a billion seconds is 30 years. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. the difference between a million and a billion. <laughs> a billion seconds is 30 years.
2: Exactly. And imagine having twice the amount of seconds as someone. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Sony, Sony can fucking do whatever they want. They can scream from their ivory tower if they want to. The truth is, is that if Sony was in Microsoft's position, if Sony was worth... Two hundred billion dollars, they would have bought Activision. It's it's mm-hmm. the the reality well, of this. Well, especially business. with how
0: much ties they have to like
2: like. D- again, just looking at this through a Call of Duty lens, and honestly, and that alone. And like, this is the hard like, yeah, truth. If Sony really did do that, they would be more likely to be as aggressive with. Uh, having the IP be only on their system oh, way more than Microsoft. Look at their look at their mm-hmm. track
0: record of Micro- being <laughs> exactly. very their, ex-
2: their, their exclusives is the entire reason their consoles are successful. Not only exclusives,
0: and, but like when they, they start to bring in like cross play and cross yeah. progression. Sony was the last one to that party. They didn't want to be a part of that.
2: Microsoft Microsoft is a much better company to be buying something like Activision because they are yeah. not completely reliant on it to be successful. It is just a expansion of their yeah. Hold on the gaming industry, and what it shows is that gaming is important because they're investing that much money in making sure that they have oh, a stranglehold on the the business moving forward.
1: Um, yeah. so Kai, you may be able to, to explain this because I don't I don't know, and I feel like you're more clued up out of the the three of us. What is a market cap? A market cap that's mm. the
2: amount of uh money that i believe a stock is worth in a certain company or like the total valuation of stocks within the market Mm.
1: oh okay right so sony's market cap is 143.12 billion Mm -hmm. (laughs) dollars microsoft Uh uh-huh is 2.271 trillion there you go. Okay, so that's what
0: I want. I want to know that difference because again, yeah. we, we, we conceptualize these things as being like right after the other, like, oh, million, billion, trillion, but there's such a
3: yeah. massive gap also, in between that. Kind of
2: you, you said something that is very true, which is in the video game realm, people look at Microsoft and they look at Sony and they're the two big fish. Yeah. One just happens to be a whale and one happens to be a fish. They're the two big fish and they they are competitors, but it's not even like the same game. Microsoft built the personal computer. Microsoft is the yeah. reason that we are meeting right now and have laptops that we're talking on. Yes, Apple did some great work that was built off of a lot of the foundation that Microsoft uh, laid that Steve Jobs mm-hmm. built off of. So it's like Microsoft is, it is so unfathomably large as a company that it won't matter. Yeah, I think
1: I think my main thing is I just I I envision Sony throwing all of its toys out of the pram and throwing every single potential legal obstacle that it can at this acquisition. Now, like you said, will that be successful? No, I highly doubt it. Will it be to the detriment of Sony with regarding their reputation and their market price? Almost definitely. Can I still see them doing it? A hundred percent.
2: Yeah. I mean, Call of Duty as of the sixth of this year surpassed 30 billion dollars in lifetime revenue, uh, which is like that's you know, that's a good amount of money. That's a very successful franchise. But it's not market ending success it's mm-hmm. not the most important thing and sony has a lot of exclusives that when you combine them things like final fantasy uh that also have very billions of dollars of revenue on a yearly basis and so you can throw all your toys out of the pram you can be as angry as you want to be you can shake your fist at the clouds but at the end of the day if sony was in the same position as microsoft sony would buy activision and that's 100%. just the truth
1: 100 percent. sony sony would be doing Everything that Xbox is doing if this was the other way around. I agree. Um should we if if you want to keep going through predictions, I have a, another Sony prediction that could be interesting to
0: talk about. Okay. So what we're also gonna do is we're gonna have a little competition. Whoever gets the most accurate predictions will win an ice cream Sunday party. I don't I don't fucking know. We'll have clout.
2: Sure. Be the be the could play we, along yeah. Lord's, I mean, what uh, is what is better than clout? Exactly.
1: Exactly. Right. So um yeah, give us another one, Ben. So my other one is Sony related. I think that next year, mm. I don't think it will release next year, but I imagine that Sony will announce plans for a PC client for their games. Solely PC client, like not buying God of War through Steam, not like doing like, like the a, like Microsoft Epic s- Game
0: Store kind of situation. Like-, like,
1: like Epic Game Store, the Microsoft Xbox app that they have where you can buy the games through there. I'm going
0: to go go on the side of disagreement. I don't think that's going to happen. Hundred percent. I feel like it. it
1: You don't think they're even going to announce plans?
0: I think. I think you are
2: highly overestimating the amount of people who play on a PC.
0: No. I think Sony just now. It's taken. It's taken them this long to just put their games onto PC. Granted, they have a library of PC games. There's like four of them or five of them at this point. There's not a lot. So I don't see them dedicating their time and money to a whole client dedicated to this hand, like a handful of games on there.
1: See, the God of War game was on there. Both the Spider-Man games are on there. Last of Us is on there. Uncharted, I believe, is on there. Um, What else was on there? Uh, Horizon, I think, is on there. Is there,
0: I have a question, and I don't know if you, either of you guys know this, but in terms of like selling your games on Steam, I imagine this is the case, but is there like a percentage that Steam's getting from listing those? Would, I'm trying to think of the reasoning behind why you would have a, a yeah, separate so,
2: client. Right, 100%. So this is like the reality of all these clients, right, is that they take a percentage. So the App Store is a perfect yeah. example of of a microcosm that is very similar to the game's uh, delivery system, right? So the App Store takes 30% of whatever yeah. you make whether that be in-app purchases or whether that be purchases just as an app that has a cost. So Apple's taking 30%. You get the 70%, and then you can do whatever you want with that 70%. So the same thing with any hosting service, there's going to be a percentage. Steam happens to be very low um obviously i'm sure that there is uh like nda like non-disclosure agreement deals with large companies who are hosting their games on steam that have like sp- specific percentages that are negotiated but i believe it's like something like 95 yeah. percent of revenue is what you keep through steam and then steam keeps oh, like five one to five percent do you think that's um, why there's like
0: just like mountains and waves of like shovelware on steam because you can keep so much yeah. of that revenue from uh your game
2: 100 percent well it's also it's incredibly easy to host right it's the it's the apple podcasts of video games anyone who makes a video game can host on steam for a very low price and they get to keep whatever they make for the most part um epic is another one right that like that's epic's whole battle against apple is that they didn't want to pay that 30 fucking percent that yeah. was the whole issue. They were tired of paying Apple the 30% of whatever their revenue was and they built the the Epic Store as a way of hosting games and also charging much less than Apple. They're not charging the 30%, I think it's like yeah. 10% or something like that. I don't know what the exact percentages, but yes, like so these stores charge individuals, but you have to also remember that the amount of money it takes to develop a store Yeah to get people to be there to market it and to make it competitive like it's the same thing with streaming services right it's like netflix is big disney plus and then you start to fall off a cliff of like okay hbo's good and then you're like paramount plus and then the more you make and the more crowded the market gets you have your big fish that succeed and you have things that just bleed money like and if sony tried to get into a market now they're they're a day late and a dollar short so that's they don't have the technology why.
0: That's why I brought this up, because I can see in the in the idea of wanting to avoid that middleman making their own client, but in hearing that it seems pretty accessible and cheap-ish to
1: have your games you on Steam. To, what you have to consider though, right, is yeah, that I mean. Sony in particular is an extremely proud company. Right. Mm-hmm. They do not like sharing their stuff. They don't like yeah. crossplay. They don't like sharing Activision Blizzard. They don't like sharing with anything. So, the I I don't think it's going to launch in 2023. But I can imagine them saying, "We are looking into the possibility of doing a client where you can go, because now you've got PlayStation Plus catalog, right?" So if you mm. have a PlayStation Plus subscription, you boot up the PlayStation client, you've got access to all of those PlayStation games now. So some of them would have so to probably like be streaming. Game Pass. Yeah, For but sure. then you've got already games on there. You've got the new Spider-Man games, you've got Days Gone, Horizon, God of War, Last of Us Part 1 remakes coming soon. Like yeah. they are already venturing into more and more PC games or game ports, I should say. And that is why... I can see them saying, okay, there is potentially a market for us to take this away from steam or away from Epic and have it as our own thing where people can come on and they can stream yeah. the PlayStation plus catalog and they can buy our games from us and play it in our client. Do you think that, um, the things like
0: cross play and the things like, putting games on pc was really to like the chagrin of sony but there is, is one of those like you kind of have to at this point kind of situations where like yeah okay we have to build into this cross play thing or yep i guess we got to put our stuff on pc because microsoft put their stuff on pc they have a dedicated store like that kind of situation
1: i think personally that it was part, that of, that column you know, like, part of, of column a part of column b. b no yeah but i i imagine that you know I, for the longest time, I've been saying that Microsoft dropped the ball by not responding to Xbox Game Pass quicker. They allowed Xbox Game Pass to gather steam and to become this behemoth in the gaming industry to the point where when they launched, everyone was like, oh, this is Sony's answer to Game Pass. you know. And they, yeah. by not acting quick enough, they allowed that to happen. So you're saying in this instance, like, jumping on this
0: when they only have maybe a handful of games quicker and having their own dedicated client would
1: be... I Personally, the way I see it is that they've been testing the waters with their big games that they know people are going to want. The Miles Morales game, Spider-Man Remastered, God of War, The New Last of Us is going to be a big test for whether people buy that on PC versus buying it on a PS4 or a PS5. I think they're testing the waters and next year they're going to say... We are looking into the possibility of having a client and in market research and consumer interest on whether or not that's a viable idea.
2: Here's the thing. If I was Sony, which I'm not, but if I was an executive <laughs> at Sony and I was looking at currently 48% of all gaming is split between. So it's 50-50. 50% happens on consoles. 50% happens on uh, PC. Valve's entire evaluation as a company is three billion dollars. That's mm-hmm. nothing. I could buy if I was Sony, I could buy Valve in a heartbeat. And I could own Steam, I could own Steam, the entire platform, and I could turn it into whatever the fuck I want. I could not develop my own platform for at least one point five billion dollars. So why would I not buy a platform that already has the audience? Yeah. That already has a lot of like the technology.
3: Just, yeah
0: like social, like just like the environment repercussions to that too. You know, I mean, there's like, you can think of it as a business side, but I think of when you're thinking about it too, like, I know ultimately it doesn't matter.
2: You are talking about a, a in the pool of all the people who play games in the world, the people who would care who the fuck buys who, or even has awareness of that is such a small insignificant point of game journalism. Like Joe Schmo who plays call of duty or normal fucking people like who aim, people too and shit like that yeah, they don't fucking care who owns steam they don't care that sony owns steam all they care is that if they go on their computer and they click the steam button that a client opens up and they can play games end of end of day yeah. that's all they fucking care about but if i was sony there's a lot of big there's already fish in the pond of people trying to compete in a space of delivering games on pc in some sort of client and those companies aren't very big yet but they're going to get very big very quick And so if you're watching Microsoft acquire Activision and Blizzard and you're like, shit, what do we have to do to remain competitive? What you're going to want to do is this. It's the Apple principle, right? It's like the brilliance of Apple was that they invented the iPhone and everything has to go through it. They own the software. They own the thing that the person is holding in their fucking hand and everyone has to use it. And it's mm -hmm. like same thing with Steam. If you own that, if you own the receptacle of where everything is coming from, where all games come to, you have the game if it is successful in the future right if we continue to do this system of of streaming games or of buying yeah. games through client which it seems like is where the industry is going like developing your own is a huge risk buying something you know is already successful is an easy sell but there is already a playstation plus
1: pc app yeah
2: yeah and so... I, I just don't i don't think they're going to focus on on developing that is what i'm saying though okay, i I
0: can see that. I can see it. you're right. in Kai's instance, i it'd be hard to do a ground up client if they did things like the the PlayStation plus like PC companion app thing and they run some of their PC games through that client where you can purchase games. I think I could see that being a a more likely possibility. But you're right. I think from the ground up client, just on like like even financial, Aspects
1: of it might be a little unlikely. The problem as well, though, is that you are completely or seemingly, I should say, ignoring the social implication of what is expected of Sony because of what Microsoft do. Right. If you if you look at what Microsoft do, they have xCloud. They have cloud save states. So you can stream a game on your PC, go to your Xbox where you have installed it and carry the save save on from where you left off.
0: Right. Well, that's what I was talking about too. None of that. Yeah, with like a lot of these decisions by Sony being to the chagrin of their own, just making decisions based off of the environment, being like, well, shit, we gotta do this thing now. And like you were saying, in the fact that waiting too long to have a quote unquote game pass competitor and eventually coming out and being like, okay, this is a thing we have to do, just following the trends of everybody else and being like, well, we got to do any, this thing now, too.
1: It wasn't even a Game Pass compare. All they no, did it wasn't. Was, all, they, all they did was clean up PlayStation Plus so that it made more sense, and it was based in tiers, rather than yeah. having PlayStation Now and play, PlayStation Plus. Because, right. I mean, before,
0: the, before Game Pass, PlayStation Plus was there, and you could stream games. That was there beforehand. It was just ahead right. of its time. It and was, It was not very intuitive at all. And this is the problem you're recognizing,
2: which what you are assuming is that PlayStation is chasing Microsoft's tail. And what I'm telling you is that what they're going to try to do is get ahead of them somehow. Yeah. That's why they're pissed that they're acquiring Activision and Blizzard. They're pissed because mm-hmm. it gives them another edge that they're pulling ahead from. PlayStation still outsells their consoles compared to Xbox. They still have more of the market share of PS5s, and they can't even get them out of the fucking factory, and they have more of a market share than Xbox does. And right. so they're so, trying They're trying done. to figure out a way of like, okay, we're Sony, we're positioned, we make the best games in the fucking world, and it's true. At the end of the day, they do. Sony Interactive has some of the best IP in history under their belt. And they're like, okay, we can keep chasing Xbox and we can keep looking like we're 10 years behind what they're doing with their X Cloud and bullshit like that. But And the reason that Microsoft can do that, by the way, is because Microsoft created the cloud. They own cloud technology. They own server farms. Sony, <laughs> Sony would have to invest in all of that to even get it to be at a functional state And that's incredibly expensive and incredibly difficult. This is a Twitch issue, right? It's like Amazon owns Twitch and the reason that Twitch can exist is because they own the server farms where all of that stuff comes from. They own AWS. So it's like Sony has to find a way to jump 10 years into the future ahead of Microsoft. And I think either what you do is you do what you're saying, which is you try to get in the PC market and you try to be the best there or you buy a platform that you know people go to That people use like steam and you turn it into this is the sony play this is sony steam and like Mm. this is the receptacle for games and you know it works you know it's something successful and you know it has a player base whether they do that or not i don't know whether steam is even willing to offer themselves for sale
3: yeah that's all other
2: can't
1: imagine valve doing that but the reason another reason i sort of think of it is because like you said there are so many people out there like the amount of people out there who are waiting for Ragnarok to come to PC so that they can play it on PC because they either cannot get a PS5 or refuse to shed 500 550 into a PS5 or, just or to play a PlayStation a
0: experience on a PS4 version of the game or anything
1: and like so that. that's why i can imagine PlayStation mm-hmm. going okay right we have our own client you can buy our games from launch on pc you don't have to worry about trying to get hold of a ps5 that pc you're already using for steam mm. for epic you can now use to play our shit as well yeah while i yeah. don't
0: know or think of the trajectory might be exactly this i do 100 percent agree and we've already seen this is Sony's going to push in a
2: pc they're already pushing in a pc direction huh. i think that's gonna the, the really reason continuously is do that yeah, they lose money on consoles. Consoles are a, are a sunk cost. Like when you, when Sony sells a, a PS5 for market value, right, which is like 599 499 whatever it is. They're they're losing like 10% profit off selling that console at that price. What they're trying to do is they're trying to get people to buy their games because that's where they make the money back, right? And so it's <laughs> like it makes sense in the software game if you can if someone already has the thing that could run the game you want to get that game to them, which is what you're saying, Ben, right? Like there's PC gamers out there that have the hardware that can run their games. They're Mm. losing money on consoles anyway. They need to be able to get those games in front of those gamers. The argument is how. Like either you're right, they build their own Sony platform and they invest a bunch of money into it. I think that's risky personally for them because yeah, they have some IP. They don't have enough really to fill it. It's the same problem with their version of Game Pass right now, right? They're running behind Microsoft. Microsoft is spending millions well, and millions sony. of dollars like to acquire content quality. they have less right. quantity but there's they have really so maybe, good quality so maybe that's maybe that's their thing right maybe they become the yeah. hbo of the gaming world maybe it's like they have five shows that work but but those five shows are those amazing. five shows people, are fucking hits come to the
0: service <laughs> for those things specifically people buy yeah. hbo max to watch fucking game of thrones and i can see sony having a situation like that where it's like we're gonna buy your thing or
2: go on your the risk of that is exactly because what HBO risked. though. When Game of Thrones 8 wrapped, a bunch of people dropped the service. Mm, yeah. When the eighth season of Game of Thrones wrapped and it was a fucking dumpster fire, people were like, I'm done. I'm going to go back to Netflix. Okay, you want
1: to be Netflix. You're talking exclusives, right? Mm-hmm. So PlayStation exclusives, I would say PlayStation have a fucking vast majority more exclusives than a oh, 100%, 100%. No, I yeah. For sure. So But then what I'm saying is, like, imagine a PC client, like just going through this. You've got uh, Stray, God of War, Uncharted, Horizon, Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding only just came to Game Pass, Uh, Spider Man, Returnal was Returnal exclusive? I don't think that was exclusive, was it? No, Returnal was
0: Returnal was a PS5 exclusive. What was it on PS4? Uh,
1: Detroit Become Human is apparently exclusive. Yep um it is PlayStation exclusive yeah fucking Days Gone Bloodborne like I just I, I don't see them I I don't know if their plans are to buy someone like I don't know if they're gonna try and buy GOG or some shit I don't know what they're gonna do could be an option too yeah like but I just see Sony announcing that some plan in 2023 for a sony exclusive pc client
0: right well I, and i can see I, I think the alternative too, if they decided to do okay here is like almost like an epic game store kind of situation where here's our games exclusively on this so on this client yeah that could be an option too i do see, see like a little bit of pushback with that but is with the epic Games store people got used to it they they bitch about it in the beginning and then they are fine Even with it. And then you get free
2: free fight.
1: games a month. So. Yeah, exactly.
0: So like you said, GOG are like like collaborating with one of these other existing clients and being like, yeah. PC, Sony PC games are going to be launching exclusively
2: on that. And now you have <laughs> to go with that and creating
0: some deal with that company maybe it's i mean right maybe it's exclusivity uh, deal or whatever also
2: if you think that not every fucking service on the planet is not every goddamn day busting sony's door down to be like give us your ip we'll give you a hundred percent we will give you 90 percent of the cost like every epic steam they have all i guarantee gone to sony and been like we want your games on our platform because you're right they have a lot of great exclusives and for them, it's like a no brainer. They're the most popular games in the world for the most part, outside of a very few, which Microsoft is acquiring. Uh, and it's like, yeah, like of course everyone wants that content, but it's Sony's play yeah. of whether they're going to try to live in the past, whether they're going to try to invest in the future. And like, that's the interesting part, but I agree with you, Ben that like, yeah, they'll probably get into PC, especially because they're losing money on consoles and 50% of the market. sits. Well, that's PC.
0: how I feel as well as I, I agree that I think there'll be a PC push. I don't know if I see that being a dedicated piece, like Sony client, but I do see them either some kind of exclusivity deal, partnering with another client and then but having a big focus being pushed onto
1: their games. I mean, PC especially games. if they if they offer a PlayStation Plus subscription that is reduced on PC, like yeah. Microsoft do where you can have your PC only. Um yeah. Yeah. I got like three more
2: Let's unless go. you boys want to chime nope. in. No, keep keep fucking going. Okay. I will say I just want to add one thing to that. Uh I think we're going to see a increase in these companies especially Sony, Microsoft, I don't know about Nintendo, Nintendo's a fucking freak. Um but they they're going to, to their own they, beat. they really fucking do and it's dangerous out there where they're marching. Uh mobile gaming. Um mm-hmm. mobile gaming is massive and in yeah. western states and places like the u.s not really like console gaming still is larger than, than mobile gaming but not that's the because far we... east of Those, but, Like yeah where there's you have india and china and southeast asia and russia Massive you have a lot places. of places where mobile gaming is the experience of most people's gaming and so mm, like yeah. people's investment in that space and finding well, ways way to X-Cloud engage those audiences right it's a way to play those games you still have to have the console though right no, no. Oh, you can just play on your phone. Well, if, even if like you, I
0: bought one of the Samsung TVs. It comes with Game Pass. I don't have to have a console or anything. I can just play all my Game Pass games from my TV.
1: Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, I mean, Nintendo did chart start to breach into that. Um, mobile gaming experience like not with like i mean you had pokemon go but then you also yeah, had niantic uh,
2: and stuff like that but.
1: yeah but then you had right. like uh mario Kart. And, i mean I would, I would i would i would argue like... that nintendo has always been a mobile
0: gaming experience with their handhelds now the switch <laughs> true. Cross- they were the original mobile yeah. game. they've always had handheld experience if I was if, I was if i was
2: nintendo gaming. if i was the you know r d developer at nintendo and like my job was to grow nintendo i would put together a nintendo <laughs> classics app where you could play all the original super marios you can play all the original pokemons you can play Mm -hmm. all of those mobile games from game boy to n64 because every goddamn phone on the planet now for the most part can run all those games we've been i was i remember running pokemon on my you know 2010 droid x so like at this point phones are more powerful than some people's
0: pcs like right exactly
2: so like it's a no-brainer and also we know there's a huge emulation problem with nintendo that they try to push back on so like that's what i was gonna mention give us a 10 dollars a month subscription exactly 100 percent. and then let us play all the games mobile because you know you're gonna have a huge market share on mobile rather than trying to do it on console and you know that having that access is going to get people to play those games buy those games buy into your and it's going to filter them into buying whatever new console they come out with whether it's a switch pro or whatever they come up with next well speaking of that
1: oh jared mentioned it jared raised his hand go I was going to bring up a a, a discussion point, a,
0: a, my own prediction, but we can go with yours. It's okay.
1: Okay, it's just because my I feel like this one's obvious, but there seems to be a lot of talk online about it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite rumors, an updated model of the next gen consoles will not release next year.
0: For so switch or consoles
1: pe- in general. So I, I'm I'm leaving the switch out of it, right? Because what what I'm I, I have a prediction about a switch, but what I'm talking is we're not going to get a PS five pro.
0: Okay. We're so not- the, my, Actually my prediction leads into this a little bit. So I'll go into what I was saying. I think, and this is maybe a 2023 beyond kind of prediction. I see consoles starting to change less and less as as time goes on, like with Xbox right now, like if you boot like this generation, we saw this specifically Xbox one X, xbox series those two things in the software and what the games look like consoles look a little different it's identical you boot up an xbox one x you boot up an xbox series x those two things look identical in what the player is viewing i think we're going to start seeing them become more powerful but look start to look less and less different. I, I think there's a caveat with that with the PlayStation, because so many people bitch about the PlayStation five being huge. I think that they're already working on a way to consolidate that and make a smaller PS. Yeah, They
2: they have to. that thing is ugly as shit. They made a yeah. huge, I think, I think Sony and PS five
0: is, is the caveat to that. But I think that these consoles, we're going to see less like middle ground upgrades like that. And just be like, yeah, well,
1: those, I like so, so many people online itself. are saying so many people online are saying they're going to have a mid generation upgrade. That's what we're used to. So I, I understand people talking about I it, understand but I understand don't why, see it happening when, in
0: this generation. Why would it?
1: Yeah. What new innovative technology has come out? Oh, you, in, you wouldn't... You might be able to do like a new SSD or maybe more memory, but like graphical in, output or boot up times yeah. nothing has really changed enough to warrant in the, in the a mid-generation you do
2: the opposite right because you already have a console that's more expensive than xbox and so what you're gonna want to do is you're gonna want to be able to get that to people quicker and cheaper because mm. 600 bucks or 500 bucks whatever it is uh is not something everyone can afford that's brilliant mm. that's why i bought an xbox it was 200 bucks it was 200 bucks on amazon with a deal that's like nothing I mean, for a lot of people, that's a lot. But this is what I was for thinking. general individuals in, investing in, in a grand things yes. like that. I, I that's a switch, <laughs> right? So, and I got an Xbox Series S. That's so, like more expensive than that, <laughs> right? You so that's what PlayStation, if they are going to come out with something, which I also agree, they probably wouldn't. I don't think they are, but if because they lose money on consoles in the first place. But if they are, what they're going to do is they're going to come out with the Slim or whatever that looks like, or their version of the Series S, which is less dig- processing well, power launch, but yeah. less processing power less uh graphical quality but at a more affordable price Reduce point. Price. and what well, i was going
0: to get to with the the, the middle aged console like the the in-between generation consoles as i see it especially in this generation is being less of like here's all this new innovative stuff that we've come up within the next two years, in the last two years, which has happened. We see games in the beginning of a generation and the end of a generation look very different. So, I mean, it it may be less like new technology and better understanding of said technology and better ways of utilizing that. Mm -hmm. But I see it as a way to, with Sony, again, the size thing, people don't like the size, having a more appealing console for the consumer and having one that is at a reduced price. Like thinking about it on a financial, less than like a showcase of a new innovative technology kind of aspect yeah
1: but my my thing was people are talking about a more powerful version of the next-gen yeah. consoles we already have and i just don't think
2: there's enough technology there's,
1: to no. warrant that oh it's not even so.
2: technology it's a cost thing right if they're if they're selling a console right now please tell me what the ps is it 599 499 what is it i think so it's I 499 five, four, i thought it was 500, 500 bucks nine. oh i mean over here good. i think
1: it's 499 i'll yeah, have a look see, i'm go gonna on.
2: google it right now ps5
0: you're going to get like scalper prices you not it gonna is
2: 499 right now no uh full, full price is 499 so it's 500 which is that's a lot of fucking money that's a lot uh, of dollars you you have already reached the cap of what people are willing to spend 500 is a lot of fucking money even if you released a pro by the time that you get into the 700 range people are just going to build pcs like those are the people who are going to be interested in that like they're going if you're that Invested in fucking graphical quality and that invested in processing power. By the time you get to seven hundred dollars, you you can you can build something stronger using a PC.
0: Like a PS4 Pro at like a fifty dollar price increase comes with a free game, maybe an extra controller because now you get like a slight price hike, so you can get that that excuse of charging a little bit more for it. I don't think they would do PS4 because. That, no, you know, no. I was actors. using the PS4 Pro as an example. Oh,
2: <laughs> I was like, I don't think they're gonna redo the PS4 Pro. And no, no no, like, no, no, no. I was using PS4 the, the Pro PS4 plus the
0: PS4 Pro as an example, like that shift in those two generational consoles. I think the Pro was or, a little bit more expensive than the
2: PS4. If you're if I was Microsoft, when I would do, I would sell a fifty dollar console that's cloud only. That's the Ooh, Microsoft like the, the, uh, Yeah, versions. well, Thank there
0: was like, there was a um there was an interview with Phil Spencer and people were talking about this. There was this little like it looked like a little prototype. Um, almost like an Apple TV, but it was that for yeah. Game Pass, and you just use Brilliant. that as like your dedicated Game Pass. Like, I don't see that happening really. either because uh, those apps are on TVs now. Like you can just ha- you not don't all need TVs, a dedicated only TV. on Samsung. It's, it's brand new, so I can, I can see that they. Invest so if you in get this, like, if
1: you get a wee little box yep. that you pay ten ninety nine a month for that you plug into a HDMI cable and it comes with a controller and you can just play your
2: games like that. And the brilliance of that, and too. put an infinite
1: cable in it. Fucking perfect.
2: Like like consoles have always been a money loser because you have to get people to play the games like that's the whole yeah. goal right you're just trying to get people to buy games buy games buy games the cheaper you make that console the more money you make well that's so if why you're selling they, something they, for they fifty fucking dollars start
0: to introduce game Pass and Xcloud and in that slowly taking the console away from that situation or the other or the necessity
1: of having a console and mm-hmm. now, you're not losing money on a console, but you still people buying your
2: software. 100%. 2030, we're just going to jack Ethernet cables into our heads and fucking yeah, exactly. live the experience. I mean, it, Elon Musk is getting in trouble killing like 1,700 animals unnecessarily trying, trying to do his Neuralink shit, link shit so neural link, yeah. not surprised. I did not know that
1: was a thing. That's crazy. Yeah, I would love to trouble. see a console with a upgradable <laughs> graphics processor. Like uh, I mean, PlayStation
0: X- kind of like dabbled in that with the with the internal SSD that you can swap out. Like I think it's the first time consoles have been
1: able to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, but what I mean, the way that this like is a, like a tangent, PC. Like in in years time, I can imagine Xbox going right. This is the console. There is no just more upgrade upgrades. It. You just upgrade your processor. Yeah.
3: There like a and
1: PC. P- every like six years, you can. Get something new that's got like a new uh, fast processor unfor- or an SSD. Unfortunately,
2: uh, from a business perspective, it doesn't work really well. It's why I mean, Apple Microsoft has that. It's PCs. <laughs> yeah, wait, and even then, they don't really do that. Microsoft yeah. is Microsoft sells the software to run a PC. They don't. Right, and, and the right. issue is is that you are... they are not making the hardware. Marketing is very important, and making people feel like they need something is very important. That's why hype is good. When you go ooh, the PS4 is now the PS5, you need one, you need to buy one, you need to have the newest thing. Most people don't buy something because they're looking at graphical specs. Most people buy something because it's the new thing and they want toys. Um, And the people who do care about that shit are just going to have PCs. Like you are just going to have a PC because you're like, I want to upgrade this. Yeah. Before this, Ben and
0: I were like, we're looking at the the golden uh, joystick awards. And one of the awards categories is like best game trailer. And it's like, that sh- those sh- that shit sells games game trailers are very important in the marketing of a game and you, the building you are, the hype of
2: those games you you are you are stepping on an industry landmine because publishing is the redheaded stepchild of the games industry <laughs> and every developer has the hubris to go games are as good as the people who make them and our game could stand alone and then every publisher is like the only reason people play your games is because we make trailers about them and there's yeah. this weird dynamic of two groups who think that they're now they're both equally important. You have to have a good game. You have to have good marketing and that gets people to play the game.
3: But right. uh, either yeah. of those two sides fall. Va- the game very dangerous falls, to
2: be like, Oh, trailers are important. That's a hot take in the games industry. I think trailers are important. Come at me, bro.
0: At me at uh, Ben underscore Robinson on Twitter. Uh If some be-
1: poor guy is, is going to get stuff. Cause that's not my Twitter. Handle. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, Right, I've got two final predictions. All um right. that I can kind of roll into one, but they are separate because they both relate to Nintendo and a Switch. Okay, well um, my one of my
0: predictions was Switch related to, so we'll we'll get this conversation
3: going here.
1: Yeah. So I I envision a new Switch, not an upgrade whatever, like a full new Switch U, Switch fucking 2, not a Switch Pro, like a full yeah new switch console it may look the same whatever but it's not gonna be <laughs> oh this, are, this is years. the new
2: switch it's it looks just the same but it's different i promise I, I, <laughs> know, I
1: agree with you but it's just like
0: splitting hairs like a switch yeah. pro and a new switch in my mind are the same thing the yeah, next right. switch is going to look exactly the same but be more powerful
1: yeah but that that's what i mean i'm not like you know everyone was like oh switch pro and they were like oh psych it's just an oled um no, I and I think specifically it's gonna get released or it's gonna get announced and released prior to E3. They're gonna do a Nintendo Direct, and I they're think gonna so announce too. it before because my second point ties into the Breath of the Wild Tears of the Kingdom is going to release on said new Switch. Yeah, but I, I agree with this. You won't agree with this bit because I imagine they'll do what they did with uh normal breath of the wild and it will release on new switch and old switch and it will oh, suffer because sure. of that yeah
0: or i mean it, it, it's all this so i don't see them them doing this but like when the 3ds uh came out and we had the new 3ds there were games that were only playable on the new that 3DS will happen eventually like it's processing you. power I could see in a very slim world Breath of the Wild doing that, but they want to get that shit out to as many
2: people as possible. If exactly. there is two versions of a powerful and not powerful, it's going to be playable on all of it. Here's my prediction. Uh, mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild is not going to launch on the new Switch. Breath of the Wild is going to launch before the new Switch. The new Switch is going to be announced somewhere mid-year and come out maybe November, uh, and they're not going to pair them. The And Breath of the Wild is going to be playable on the original Switch. I mean, I agree, well,
1: she so, was like, right. We, we
2: we we can't even
1: play Scarlet and Violet on the current Switch. Now so. that's fucking
2: that's that's Scarlet and Violet. Like that's not that's not the processing power. That's just they don't know how to build yeah. a fucking game. And I that's a hundred percent issues
0: with like Breath of the Wild, but it functions. Yeah, Breath like
2: the of game. the Wild is. 10,000 times more complex than Scarlet and Violet. The problem is, is that Game Freak is a fucking idiot and can't figure out how to make a 3D game and refuses to outsource their IP to anyone else who can make a functioning fucking game because they have the hubris to think that they're the gods of Pokemon and it's like that 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 bullshit is like whatever. Like they're going to they're going to eat their ass one day when they actually have to compete with something on a, yeah, a new it's, Switch, it's, but it's funny
0: that like hear people like, talk about and and discuss Game Freak and Pokemon and like I'm like Maybe Game Freak just isn't good at making. They, games. They're not
2: surprise, surprise. <laughs> they're not fucking good at making games. I've, I've <laughs> still got my
1: tinfoil do. hat on about fucking Game Freak and cost cutting and profit
2: maximising. But they don't.
1: But they don't want to outsource it to other
0: people.
2: I mean, every, don't you don't have to put a tinfoil child. hat on? Every company on the planet is min-maxing, cost cutting, and maximising. Oh, right. So I, I, especially right now in this economy, that's okay, why everyone's right, getting I'll put fucking my laid on off.
1: For a little minute, mine is that it is. Uh, a deliberate decision because they know that they can get away with it because nintendo game freak and pokemon get a free pass 100 percent. yeah i, I mean, know don't you agree with that 100 like
0: companies like two yeah,
1: like- yeah but yeah but the, i i said this in the discord and everyone was like nope nope game freak just suck It's not it's not
2: deliberate they're just shit and i'm like no i think it's i think it's, I mean, it's a I think bit. both it's a little call it mega a little call of B. game freak is not the greatest developer, but they know they can get away with it. End of yeah, story. I think that's it. Like it is un- it's the same thing with Call of Duty. Like yeah. Call of Duty is a good but game but in some people- aspects, but no one no one goes into Call of Duty game and being like, this is gonna be a great right. story. But see, this <laughs> is the thing too. Like the people that are online complaining about the like uh, i
0: mean maybe there's more with this instance with scarlet and violet but people are playing about like pokemon are the the minuscule smallest little group of twitter people yes. that a, are a vocal minority of Most individuals people kids that are playing pokemon don't give a fuck about performance they <laughs> Not don't care about any even a little shit. bit like if, it, if we put out our podcast we put out like great episodes and then like we started putting out like just shit like we knew these episodes were shitty and we saw mm-hmm. so many people come MK to it and say apology. it was great like <laughs> and say it was great and we're like oh shit like we can put literally no effort in and people will still continuously come back and say we're amazing
3: yeah you guys Why don't try? have
0: to worry i am a perfectionist so uh, <laughs> yeah, I- exactly there's no way we're gonna do that we're too obsessed with this uh this podcast to ever drop it in quality
3: that would also,
1: also- so yeah some of my recommendations were uh sure fins i reckon some of them are a bit out
2: there but yeah uh my recommend my my predictions my industry predictions are it is. two things are happening at once there is a lot of games being made mm-hmm. and a lot of them are going to fail um and there are very big fish and very small fish in the games company and currently we're headed into a recession yep. which is has led to a lot of hard times so you're going to see a drop in development cycle for 2023 which means in 2024 you're going to have less games than you did this year the pandemic boomed the fucking game industry everyone was inside everyone was buying games and so it was flush everyone had a lot of money now people don't have so much money and people are going back outside and walking away from their consoles and stop buying games and so you're going to see the industry hit a halt and 24 is probably going to be a rough year Uh, for things that are releasing. Things are probably going to get pushed because they're restricting the dev teams down uh, to keep costs low. And so things are going to keep getting pushed. Uh, The other thing you're going to see is because we're hitting a recession, uh, the classic capitalist dogma of buy low is going to happen. You're going to see a bunch of companies get eaten up by people like Sony and Microsoft and Epic and Valve and whoever the fuck has the capital to be able to do it. Because right now, a bunch of these fucking companies are going to hit a low point and they're going to need to sell themselves to stay afloat. And so you're just going to see the yum, 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 yum that happened in the film industry where now you have, you know, two opposing giants sitting on the Hill from each other. Netflix and Disney is just fucking buying everyone under the sun. Um, and yeah. those are my predictions for the next couple of years. And they're very grim and I'm sorry, but it's the reality of the world. It's the reality of the capitalist system we exist in. And it's the reality of entertainment. Yep oh
0: ben
1: you're muted or i can we can't hear you i said yeah i was like it's the nature of the beast especially the games industry um 100%. and then i was like jared is there anything you want to add
0: um i predict that breath of the wild tears of the kingdom will not have as well reception as breath of the wild f- first
1: do you reckon people are going to complain that it's not innovative enough compared to the original or it's just just not the original yeah
0: it's going to be like a i think it's going to be i think it's going to be a good game for sure it's going to be a super mario galaxy super mario galaxy 2 kind of situation people are like yeah super mario galaxy 2 is great but it's like it just was more super mario galaxy galaxy started it and it was like this innovative new concept for the the genre specifically for the title specifically uh and two did more of that and it's good but it was like uh, well, do you sure the will be also
2: important. we know that uh you know breath of the wild is a little overblown uh <laughs> culturally <laughs> and so rose colored glasses people look at breath of the wild as the greatest game of all time some people not us i think i think there's another issue with that is people take
0: video game reviews as end all be all Like, there's no way this could be just a random Joe Schmo reviewing a game. This must be this entity that has this over this this ultimate power over me. Where once I read this 10 out of 10, then it must be
2: true. It can't be false. I don't even know Uh, if it's that. I think I think Breath of the Wild represented because the Switch, because it was like the big game on the Switch, and it was an accessible console. I think it's something a lot of people played. And like you look at someone like Colby, who we talked about, you know, Breath of the Wild with. It was the game that got him back into playing games, right? It was 100%. something that was a, a transform, transformational experience for him. And I think it was for a lot of people. Um, and that that has weight. You know, we talk about nostalgia, but transformation is just as powerful as nostalgia. If you had a positive no, experience think, with something that shaped your perspective, you're going to go, this was really important to me. Right. And then when the next one well, comes out, you're like,
3: oh. That's what, oh,
2: uh, um,
1: what happened with Metal Gear Solid 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert, if you're in, you know, whatever, but metal gear solid 2 metal gear solid was this like cultural phenomenon it was the first 3d sneaking game it was fucking amazing and then metal gear solid 2 came along and you played as solid snake for the first 20 minutes and then you played the rest of the game as raiden who was this new character and Mm -hmm. none of that was in the marketing. none of that was in any press releases it was never reported so when that happened people were like what the fuck why have you got rid of this fucking iconic character and the game gets slammed for it when in reality it's a fucking good game it's just so many people yeah. are pissed that they don't play and the well Snake. i
2: really hope that breath of the wild 2 doesn't let you play as Link for the first 20 minutes play and then introduces a new character I mean,
0: people want to be able to play as fucking zelda in that game that yeah once again a zelda, very small
2: problem. vocal minority want to play as Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want to be
0: clear that that, that prediction was like an in industry prediction, I probably most likely would be like, this is an amazing game, and it's a 10 out of 10. And that was what Breath of the Wild is. That's <clears throat> the problem with the reviews. 10 out of 10. Is people look, people go to like the reviews on IGN whatever, they skip to the end. They see 10 and they're like, this must be the yeah. most amazing game in the world. They don't listen to the opinions at all.
1: Spoiler alert as well, if you don't know, but like most of IGN and GameSpot, they have paid reviewers that are staff, but ninety percent of them are freelance that they so like many people are have them. no affiliation to that website whatsoever so if you look and go oh well ign gave it it no they didn't some guy they paid for a review do your research score. play the game yourself don't just look
0: at it and say it's amazing give your oh, own I've opinion s- on it
1: said it before and i'll
0: say uh, it again i have a question Web reviews
2: from multiple places uh, for you yeah. guys and i'm interested yes. to hear this so we have seen over the last couple of years the mm. emergence and popularization of the concept of vr uh through the quest becoming a first kind of standalone affordable system through Mm -hmm. meta investing in the metaverse and that entire kind of phenomenon that has seemed to sort of fade away slightly over the last you know couple of months um what do you What do you think the future of VR. is uh, in 2023 and beyond and, and maybe until you know 2030? like what what are we going to see Are we yeah. going to see a wide adoption of VR? Are we going to see it kind of fade into nothingness, like a lot of peripheral uh yeah. you know console I, stuff that has come before it? I think it'll always kind of
0: be secondary and on the back burner i mean i think even if it gets like really good and there's situations where it's really good games like half-life alex we look at games like uh the horizon game and the new psvr 2 those experiences where people are playing 30 hour games on vr is something that's happening mm-hmm. now uh yeah exactly Fucking <laughs> okay, nauseous just thinking <laughs> but about it. i think that just like how it's presented in like the it's the technology and a lot of them needing to be attached with cords and maybe moving into like a wireless setting i feel like it's always going to be second to the console gaming i mean even with ps vr2 for one that that and like the some of the meta ones the new meta quest 2 or whatever crazy expensive like those things are fucking wild and the meta stuff is is one thing in general but the psvr2 you need a playstation to play it so you still Which need already a, fucking a expensive. <laughs> exactly, you still need a standalone console to even experience these things. So yeah, well, my the, head, meta,
2: the meta quest Two is only three hundred fifty bucks.
0: That's, that's I nice. say it's like three hundred dollars. So it's not that's not the, bad. Terrible. Was, there was another one the HTC I met, I it like, Vive. Well, there like, was one that was like a thousand dollars or something. I don't know what it was. HTC
1: Vive is like. Eleven hundred pound, and it has four cameras that you have to put in
2: each corner of
1: your room, and you have to yeah. have a clear space of X amount. Uh, of there's feet. the
2: MetaQuest Pro, and that one's $1, fifteen hundred dollars. That's the one I was oh, that's one I was thinking I didn't about. even yeah. know so that. This exists. is the most they advanced headset, recently. yes,
0: yet
3: <laughs>
2: most yeah. advanced. So headset, it's stuff
0: like that, and the PSVR two, I think is four ninety nine or five ninety nine. It's like as much as a PS five is, and having to have both of those things necessary to experience it. It's just like it's always it's, it feels like it's always going to be for a niche group of people and never break out the niche aside from little things that maybe feel gimmicky like Samsung had a VR headset or like even with the the Quest the small one that's wireless and more accessible to other people I think it'll always kind of be a a side piece I don't see it bleeding into mainstream at all I (sighs) I have a Quest and I play it quite often and it's just like
3: it's like I, it's I don't know, thing.
1: because I I see the Quest becoming the popular and the go-to VR platform, right? No, because, I agree, yeah. And it, it it's already starting to shape up that way anyway. You know, like $400, you get a wireless headset that has its own storefront, and you can play the games on that. You don't need anything else. And then... I think what's going to be very interesting is when the Resi Evil 4 VR drops, or if that's already dropped, I can't remember. But seeing games like that, I I would love VR to bleed into the mainstream. I don't think it ever will. Yeah, The think with the Quest 2... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. As I say, I don't think that... I, I think it's a combination between the price point, like you were saying, like getting the PSVR 2 and the PS5. But also, just I don't know many people that can play VR for more than like forty minutes and not want to. That's puke. what I was
0: saying. Somebody's thirty hour, like her Horizon game, or even Half Life Alex being like a good, like that's a that's a long time in a VR headset. Um, You've got but to have like
1: fucking good refresh rates, good frame rate, yeah. good, which apparently
0: rare. is what some of these new ones, the PSVR is like has a really good refresh rate and everything like that. Um, but with the Quest. Like not only it is like the cheaper version, and it's a hundred percent the more accessible version. I see that one bleeding out to the more common people and having them experience VR that way. Unfortunately, if you're someone that's like mainstream into gaming and want that like cheaper experience with VR, like the software on the Quest feels like a cheaper version of it. Like it feels like. Mm. uh Uh, for lack of a better word wish version of other like popular games that are on there like it feels like the lesser (laughs) version of them granted there is like big titles on like the quest things like beat saber Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of like good quality stuff like that but a lot of the things because the quest has its own proprietary store and games on it those games just don't feel like they're high quality fun but just not high quality
2: okay do you want my opinion i would love it of course this is a hot take I think, gonna, yeah, I think something's gonna, yeah, I think something is gonna happen, whether in the next couple of years or the next five years, where there's going to be a Wii Sports slash Fortnite <clears throat> moment for VR, where something is going to break into the culture, whether that is the metaverse, and maybe it is I. Wouldn't put my money into it, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to invest in Meta. But who would have guessed? Maybe that's what it is. Game
0: would take the Wii off. You know, I mean,
2: like yeah, maybe, maybe it's some game. Maybe it's something. Something is going to skyrocket it to a point where it is unavoidable in the the world in which we live, and the thing that's going to sustain it is that there are already companies who are betting on it. There's already meta who's betting on it. There's already companies who invest in VR. I mean, also VR. like the
0: average consumer knows what these things are too. Like right. But but VR what is what has happened? Are...
2: You have you have software that has potential, but you have no delivery. And that's what you're talking about, right? Like you're on you're yeah. you're talking about your Quest experience, which is like yeah, the AI is clunk, the, the UI is clunky. There's like things on it, but they're not like they're not yeah. there yet. It feels half baked. Something's yeah. gonna hit. Like. So and whether they can capitalize on that thing hitting or not. Like that was the problem with the Wii, right? Like the Wii was a fucking smash. Like people were like, our grandparents had Wii's. Like it was a thing. And they just couldn't figure it out afterward. They were like, oh, we have this huge successful thing, but they couldn't keep that hype up. They couldn't keep that the gimmick yeah. wore off quickly. And I don't know if that's gonna happen with VR. I think something's gonna propel it to a point in which it is yeah, unavoidable, in which our parents are starting to buy VR headsets, in yeah, which it's
0: gonna be really interesting because. VR is so specific in how it is delivering these gaming experiences to you so that's why I was saying like you something very specific and good will have to come out because the difference between those things and the Wii the VR headset has some severe accessibility issues when it comes to being able to play games like the Wii and playing sports like the, the reason why that was so popular is because of how Easy it was to use. You know, people that didn't know how to use a controller can just swing something and then motion that was familiar with the sport, and that would work. And that was really easy to do. The problem with like putting on a headset is like the whole you know nausea thing, the whole not being able to be in that for very long. So that technology would have to increase and be better. And like you said, there would have to be something that is significant. I I, I wanted to say, but you just—you just—you just just said the thing.
2: You said you said the exact thing. The natural motion of of swinging on the Wii is the thing that made yeah. it incredible, and yeah. VR is the closest facsimile to existing in the real world possible. You are right. completely immersed, and the way that you interact is as close as possible compared to like a controller or a mouse and keyboard as interacting mm. with the real world. Once they get that remember. down, once they get the way that you interact with the world and make it feel as natural as possible, I mean, that's the magic of saber, right? You're just doing this. Oh, yeah. And we're used to doing this, and it feels so good, and it feels so natural. Yes, you get yeah. nauseous very quickly, but that's going to open it up to everyone.
1: I can't remember mm. her name, but there's a woman on TikTok who is doing the, the most real-life VR like. Uh, experience that she can she's got like a haptic feedback chest uh, vest she's got like uh, controls where she can manipulate every single finger and she's just like slowly building up this repository of like yeah, it's going to have to be something
0: like that that is condensed into a very like easy-to-wear and not cumbersome headset. And I think something like the metaverse, something that's social, um, something that's like a daily
1: life-to-life kind of thing will be that kind of technology. Interestingly, what I think is going to be the catalyst is actually something that's not gaming-related whatsoever and has already happened with mm. uh, Microsoft teamed up with Meta to bring Microsoft Teams to like Oculus yeah, Quest 2s that. that people could wear and then experience like a Teams meeting in the Metaverse. What was and the
0: one... Um... Sorry, continue.
1: I was going to say, I, I think that this partnership that happened, this happened October this year, I think that this partnership between Microsoft and Meta to bring teams and stuff to the VR headset is going to set into motion this principle of like, okay, well, can we get Game Pass on a VR headset? Can we have something where people can access VR games on a Quest when they have a Game Pass? Because, I mean, there's a picture here of Game Pass inside of a Quest anyway someone's yeah. using x cloud gaming to do yeah
2: and then you can yeah. just like said, do for- like you can sit in a theater and play the game in front of you it's right. like that i
0: think with things like that again i think the delivery of the, the the technology and the wearable technology is going to have to slim down somewhat or become less cumbersome well, I, I mean think one yeah of the things it's gonna that have to almost, get better for
3: sure
0: yeah one of the, i think the thing that got closest to this which again ben you brought up the point of like maybe it taking off not necessarily in video games was the hololens and that like, was
1: just about to mention the hololens yeah
0: not only gaming but like doctors using it to br- like have holograms so people can like learn how to dissect and like work on cadavers and like it bleeding into kind of every sci-fi movie function. you've seen
1: where people yeah. have a 3d map and they like Absolutely. zoom if into the map and condensed like
0: condensed into some kind of a wearable peripheral where you can do all these, you can mix kind of pleasure with life. You can have all these gaming experiences, whether like put a screen about on her VR.
1: Let's like leave that. Fresh, I mean, that it's it's already happening,
0: You can't, you can't avoid it. It's here. It's already happening. Uh, but yeah, mixing those things together. Garrett, an early
2: is, investor in Pornhub VR. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I, day one, I was like, do it. Do you know what? <laughs> no, uh, this is it. complete tangent. Creeped me out, right? There was Wait. a woman on TikTok. I don't know why he was rubbing his nips. There was no, yeah, I was, I was itching my
2: t- chin. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, there was a woman on TikTok who bought a uh, a way to make a mold of her vagina,
3: mm-hmm. right?
1: Like full, basically, like a flashlight that was molded to her vagina, and she was like, "Oh yeah." I'm going to run a raffle on my OnlyFans and give this to one of the people on my OnlyFans. And I was like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Earn that money, 100%. But also, I don't know if I could live with the image of somebody at home being like, oh, yes, I am having sex with this person because I have this mold of their vagina.
2: Oh, are you kidding me? I would would mold my dick in a heartbeat. That's different. Though. If I wasn't in a long-term, why? How is that any different? It's the same fucking thing. Sexist. Yeah, I, I would, I would one hundred percent sell my penis on the internet uh, if I was not in a long-term committed relationship. Why not?
1: Yeah, you hear, folks, man. I've said to Ellie for the longest time, if I was a woman, I'd be in a long-term term. committed relationship.
2: I mean, I don't think Jordan would be okay with that, <laughs> which which would be the conversation. It's but, just, uh, it's
1: just this weird like parasocial thing of like you know. Ah uh, yes, I am having sex with my favorite. Para- adult actor. social because... is
2: where the money's at.
1: Oh, big time! That's bro. how big that's time. how the world turns, my friend. Oh, so Lord, sorry.
2: Okay, we want to go through some of the games that are releasing next year and see, make our predictions on whether they'll be successful or not. Oh, hit me up with a list. I have a list of them. Just read them off. Do you have a list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a list. It's coming up right now. I closed it because I had to Google. Uh, you know. A million different things during that conversation. VR, so.
0: VR porn. Uh...
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, well, we'll start with the first one. Successful, not successful. The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the King. Dumb. Define successful. successful. No, Are I'm talking, talking it commercial. Sell, you define successful. It will successful. sell Are millions we... of copies.
1: Okay, right. It will sell millions of copies. It will not be as good as people expect.
0: Okay. It will sell millions of copies. It will Maybe not be as good as people expect, but that's like it, that's like it being a nine out of ten instead of most people's ten out of ten. That's what how I think it's gonna be.
1: They're like, this yeah, is I'm more gonna say wild, this is good. It's not gonna be bad, but people are just gonna be like, it's not the original. Yeah. What about yourself, Kai?
2: It will sell millions of copies, and it's also gonna win Game of the Year the year release. Oh, hundred. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah.
0: Let's do it. I'm here okay. for it. Uh, are
2: you ready for the next one? mm-hmm yeah. Street Fighter Six
1: i think it'll be
0: successful, successful
1: financially and successful in terms of its popularity street fire is one of the fucking biggest fighting communities out there and yeah sf6 is just gonna be an i absolute mean, even though i beast. have
0: my not attached to the fighting community at all looking at it i have trepidations but i'm just i'm not the clientele
1: because i don't play street fighter games at all but i 100 percent agree with you SF six and like Guilty Gear, any kind of anime fighting like game Guilty is Gear. always guaranteed to be successful. No, the Street Fighter guy.
2: I am going to say it's not going to be as successful as we think it's going to be, but it's going to cause a resurgence of the Street Fighter franchise. Uh, I feel like it'll eight, be like five. Five
0: had a very like a huge longevity and it was successful over time. Like Street Fighter Five had a lot of uh, success over its lifespan. I think we'll probably see that with six.
2: Okay, Diablo four yeah oh. people
0: need that shit up it's successful yeah. it will we'll be in game of the year uh running for
1: sure will be successful um and people will either be long-term diablo fans and fucking love it or be new to the genre or the series and not like i mean it. personal uh preference here all
0: right my personal take is like i've never played diablo game four looks cool and a lot of people are like oh you should jump on the 4 i'm like hey, yeah, might i might jump on the four.
1: i think it's gonna flop personally i i reckon Uh, the review scores are going to be shit but people are going to eat it up
0: well it's gonna be like the like like nintendo well i mean the reviews still are, are are fine but it's gonna be it may have a low score but diablo fans are like this is amazing
2: yeah uh yeah i think it's going to be a industry flop and it's going to end the diablo franchise Uh, and they're not going to make it that's not going to happen (laughs) that is (laughs) never gonna happen i don't think we'll (laughs) say these are my that's why we're here that's why
0: we're here. all right
2: and they're hot they're hot steamy takes uh and if i'm right i'm right and if i'm wrong you can tell me i'm wrong
1: uh final fantasy 16 I'm assuming he said Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, I it's not seen, he said oh, Final from. Fantasy
0: 16 as well because you cut out, but 100 percent successful. Like that's gonna that's people are so especially because this Final Fantasy is is leaning more towards the the fantasy realm of it. You know, we've we've had like the fantasy, but it's been more sci-fi fantasy. This looks more medieval fantasy, like uh, original kind of Final Fantasies or some of the early ones. All right, so I I'm back. See it be a lot of that.
1: Uh, yeah,
2: Final Fantasy Final 16. Fantasy. Yeah, yeah we were discussing it.
1: that um jared <laughs> said that he thinks it's going to be uh, a success all around i yep. think um or is it 15 gameplay yes it
0: is uh oh like 100 okay. fighting like hack and slash okay, not hack yeah. and slash but it's 15 gameplay for sure
1: it's going to be um financially successful its review scores are going to be near perfect and it's going to be a very high yeah, yeah. contender for game of the year maybe might beat out zelda we'll have to see honestly i can see that happening for sure but. people loved 15 people loved uh the 7 remake and people yep. are absolutely gassed for more final fantasy i mean final fantasy 14 yes. was at the fucking game awards you know like it, well, 14 was, ga- it was. 14 a, was the mmo right
2: yeah yeah okay um i will say final fantasy 16 is going to be a commercial success it is going to have a large passionate player base it's going to get more individuals into the final fantasy world um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a hit I, it's gonna be it's gotta be in the game i'm not gonna play it too, um, yeah but i'm sure that it's gonna be like
1: 15 spoiler it's gonna end up being one of our main series at some point just to piss you off <laughs> <laughs> that's on it's not an, it's not a turn-based rpg
0: though you get to like mash buttons and slash swords what how how else is that not fun it's devil may cry meets fun
1: fantasy
2: yeah exactly anyway um okay let's see what else do we want to talk about how about um hogwarts legacy <sighs> unfortunately as much as it like
0: breaks my heart it, uh, hogwarts legacy is the fucking is the um uh, Cheesecake factory approach. There's too much happening here. There's no way they got all that. They're, they're, not, they're not doing
3: all that.
0: <laughs> He's so right. It's such yeah, a good- there's too much. <clears throat> you got like the spells oh. and the classes, and you could like there's like like base building and, and monster you can collecting. Do the, and, like,
1: you can do the forbidden ch- uh, curses as well. Yeah. There's yeah. there's
0: too much going on. I again. I love the little harry potter games that i've played which most of them are just licensed harry potter games the world is interesting i would love to go around this gameplay looks beautiful i'm very interested in this game i hope it's good unfortunately i don't think it's gonna
1: financial flop uh flop in terms of its review scores and its reception small niche in people. Love it. small dedicated, highly dedicated... I mean, like, BTS army level dedicated for this game. That's the take I will have
0: as well. Both financial flop, general flop, but there's gonna be, like, group of people that are like, this is the
1: best game in the world. Yeah, and it'll be all they play for, like, the next four years. Yeah.
2: I think... It's going to not release next year, firstly. I think it's going to get pushed to early 2024. (laughs) I think that that it is not going to have a dedicated base of hardcore fans. I think it's going to be just a mediocre game. I think it's going to get sevens. Uh, I think Jared's right. I think it's trying to do too much. Um, I think that the studio Avalanche who is making it is too new to the game to be taking on something this ambitious. And bro, they made a-
1: Meet the Robinsons. What the fuck are you on about? They made uh, Mortal Kombat's Mythologies
2: <laughs> Sub Zero. What are you I talking love, about? I love. I love being interrupted for memes. That is the best. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, thank you for proving my point, gentlemen. They've made nothing good um and uh yeah i think they're relying too much on the harry potter ip uh to carry the game and it won't because uh newsflash most people don't give a fuck about harry potter anymore i know that it's hard to admit and i know yeah. that nerds think it's important but the normies of the world don't give a shit no they don't i don't care agree. about I harry potter no things
0: it's important uh but i think that like people like us that grew up watching the movies religiously are going to be the people that that's are gonna what you market the to you, yeah, you market it to, to
2: those, those
1: people. fucking people. DLC, we'll
2: see how good the publisher is. They, uh, 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 sure. Well, I, just, I think it's going to be mediocre. I think it's going to not <clears> have a hard base of fans. I think it's too complicated yeah. to have a hard base of Harry Potter fans. Um, okay. Dead Island 2, a game that I personally loved. The first one of, though. Jeez. Please be
0: good. Jesus Christ. It's going to be an interesting environment in a post-Dying Light and Dying Light 2 what a more silly kind of comical take on this is going to be because Dead Island was was that. I mean, it had a story, but it was very over-the-top where Dying Light had more of a serious tone to it. Um, it my prediction is that- a hope. I hope Dying Light 2 is good because I loved the first one. Dead Island. It was Dead always,
1: Island, sorry. It was always the in-between of dead rising and dying light yeah. like it was the middleman. <clears throat> um i'm gonna say financial flop but highly loved by the community yep can i re-put huh. my
0: uh, my prediction in here again I, I i agree with you but i also think that because it, it got delayed again i think it gets delayed one more time not end of 2024 <laughs> but like it gets delayed again so the end oh, of yeah end of
2: 2023 end of yeah. 2020. uh i think it's going to get eights it's gonna get it's gonna get some sixes, mostly eights, and maybe a nine from IGN. It's going to be a very good game. It's gonna be fun to play through, but it's going to because of the tone and because of the subject, no one's gonna play it. No one's looking for a zombie game. No one's looking for mm. brouhaha games. At well, the, the problem, is, the problem is Dark Souls and their God of War's.
0: Yes. Yeah. The issue sure. is right now too, is Hello? Dying Light has the, maybe not like the, the the hype as much, but Dying Light 2 has the same development, like struggles as Cyberpunk did, where like this was announced in like 2014 and then just never had heard anything about it until like just now. So people are like, okay, it's, it's been like, it's been a good amount of time so this game's gonna be good, right? And I think that's gonna be the reason why- it Did lost. you say we'll Dying Light 2 again purposefully? <laughs> no. Yes. There's too many zombie wow. games that start with a D and have a two at the end of them. Okay, they're very. Dead similar. Island is
3: completely
0: different. Any other ones fine. you want to talk?
2: Yes, there is more. Not Sorry, in the internet.
0: words you... that they're using. Dead Island, dying light.
1: No, i was just saying. Any others that you want to uh, talk about, Kai? Because there's a couple I'm interested to see what
2: people think of. Uh, we'll go for yours, and I'll I'll carry on once you're done.
1: Oh, no, okay. I was just going to ask what you guys thought um, the Dead Space remake would end up being like. Dead Space remake
0: is going to be successful because people... We're hoping that Callisto Protocol was that, and it wasn't. So they're gonna latch on to Dying Light, plus it already has a big fan base behind it. I don't think it'll be like a big financial success. It might do like okay, but people are gonna be like, Yep, this is amazing. This is just more dying, li- dead fuck dead space. Wow in, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> you need to get fucking dying light out of your head. Okay, dead. <laughs> it, it, there's, there's dead in the title. I said dead, my mind went to Dead Island, and then it went to Dying Light. Okay, it's an easy connection, but
3: yes, that's what <laughs>
1: whatever um yeah Woo! i i think as well um after it sounds horrible to say but after the mediocre reception of callisto protocol and people yeah. actually like gamers getting their hands on it as opposed to critics, i i think that that's going to lend into boost in dead spaces uh reception as well as its sales and i think it's gonna do very very good yep.
2: I think Agreed. it's the exact opposite principle. I think that because of how bad Callisto Protocol did, and because of the standard people that it set trying to be a Dead Space, people are just going to be like, eh, we already got our Dead Space sequel. It wasn't very good. I don't really care. There's other things coming out this year. Uh, and they're just going to say, especially skip it. because
0: this isn't like new, it's just Dead
2: Space. I think, I think, unfortunately, Callisto Protocol's flop uh, has caused a, a bad taste in people's mouths around that game in, in particular, and they will, depending on when it releases and what releases around it, they'll be more attracted to what releases around it rather than it itself. Agree. Ben seems confused.
1: I heard shouting from my neighbors.
2: Gotcha. All right, you have another game, or I can jump into one.
1: Um I don't know if you guys are i'm hoping you're familiar with it um wo long fallen dynasty yeah,
0: I think Wu long will be um success just because that game looks beautiful it visually the animations that are present people love those kind of games it's like the Dark Soul's est it has cool themes to it I think it'll be uh it'll be successful <clears throat> oh, hi hi Ben
3: oh, hi. we're on a
0: ride here oh. <laughs> Oh, it's, sn-
2: it's it's snowy, snowy outside.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. It's a person run around. I hope cool they fall. Fights. That'd be pretty entertaining for the people at home. Oh, they're having a snowball fight.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: that's, cute. that's what that's what the ruckus was.
2: Ah, uh, uh, I think uh, Wu Long or Wo Long. Um, I think it'll be a sleeper hit. I don't think it's going to be broadly successful. Like, I don't think it's going to break into outside of like hardcore video game fans. I think 100%. it is a beautiful looking game that is going to have a very similar kind of uh like cult following um but not going to it's not going to be like a award winner or anything like that.
1: See I disagree. Okay. And I think it is going to be an award winner because it, it looks be beautiful. It looks beautiful and it's a Souls like. And it's made by yeah. Team Ninja, who made uh, yeah. Neo and all of that stuff. Yeah, and I reckon that the Souls community are going to jump on it, and it's going to
2: be skyrocketed to. A my, reminder my that Diablo, Zelda, <clears throat> and Final Fantasy are all coming out next year. You really think Wolong is going to stand up against three of the most successful franchises in history? Do you remember the
1: discourse hype and excitement that happened when the very first wulon trailer dropped the internet fucking broke the internet broke and the difference is the internet broke for the zelda news but the zelda news is only nintendo fans wolon has got pc players xbox players playstation players like everyone is the problem the shit. problem with
0: that i think too is that the zelda community has more of a like i i think more people are a- accessible into that than the the soul series i mean we saw the elden ring win fucking game of the year just now so maybe maybe that's different but the <laughs> problem is i think that uh, zelda and those kind of games like at this point don't need trailers i mean they they have trailers to hype up their fans but yeah. They're gonna be successful. Like, there, oh, so so are, they're, they're, they're max. Height. Yeah. No, this is what I'm saying. Exactly.
2: If it was if it was just Zelda, or if it was just Final Fantasy, or if it was just Diablo, maybe. Maybe there'd be a point there. But all three of those? <laughs> trying it's gonna to be, no, be, be
3: interesting.
1: I can see Wulong being in the game of the year. I think I can see getting I reckon it. that would be like the five of the five that they pick to be nominees, it will That'll be, be one the one new Breath of the, of the Wild or Wulong, Final Fantasy, and Diablo Four. And yeah, probably fucking Hogwarts Legacy. Well, we're gonna, come, we're gonna like. come, back
0: this time next year to see how wrong or how
1: right we were. That's that's gonna be interesting. There's so yeah. many games coming in next year, and some some of them there are. Is like, a, there's alien. a lot of games, and then other ones are mm-hmm. Octopath Traveler 2 Wars,
2: The game we've all Jedi been waiting survivor. for. Octopath Traveler. Octopath right? Traveler is actually really good. I uh, I mean, how do we I think, think that like the, the like avatar, avatar game uh, is gonna do? Do we think there's a hunger for what Avatar? Anna, which Avatar are we talking about? Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, the Avatar uh, game based uh with the movies that are coming out right now.
1: Oh yes, that movie that everyone remembers what happens cuz it at least released like 9 years ago. Um okay, the sequel is coming out right now.
2: That's why they're releasing no, no. the game.
1: Um, uh I don't know. I, I
2: personally, don't see, I don't
1: see a lot
0: of like correlation between the film and the movie because I feel like that's like a, a chance to grab people that liked the film to grab the game, but I don't see it
1: being. I mean, popular. I I personally want more movie tie-ins. Um, I feel like Physicist movie tie-in <laughs> games can be great. Um, but yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, this is launching on Stadia, which is like not actually Stadia's a not even anymore. around anymore.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: i mean i don't i don't know if it'll actually launch on stadia i think they might just i think that's old news and they'll port Stadia's it something yeah.
0: yeah stadia does not exist anymore
2: uh massive entertainment More though version. made the division uh which is a very good well, game so that's I, what I
1: was, I was yep. just looking up to see who's involved because depending who's involved um obviously ubisoft publishing uh game mm-hmm. yep hmm I think it might. I think it have potential
0: for sure, but I think a lot of people are going to shove it off as a movie tie-in kind of game and not even give it the
1: time of day. I mean, it looks
2: gorgeous.
1: I'm no, watching the trailer, and it. Looks, I think, I mean, admittedly, this is CGI and it's not gameplay, but
2: yeah, I think this is going to be. This is my take, and I'm probably going to eat shit because either movie tie-ins are either like some of the greatest games or they're just huge fucking flops. This is like, really bad, like Meet the Robinsons, um, but. <laughs> Hey, uh, yes. yeah fuck you uh the avatar frontiers of pandora i think is going to launch a dynasty of avatar uh games i think it's going to be oh, God, the no. i why? why why who cares if it's good story like who fucking cares uncharted the, is pretty the much same just, fucking
0: movie idea like why make five thousand? Uh, like tell a story and, on, and be done on, with it why on, make six se- sequels sequels
2: the, sequels. the movie <laughs>
1: is the way like of war weapons. and the game yes. is frontiers of frontiers of pandora That's so right. they are tie-ins but it's not the a movie game i just think i think yeah, avatar, I avatar is a like that you can only get in the games from the films this could low be right okay think about it this way right forget the fact that it's um an avatar movie game right yeah. you've got a movie where like so you've got a game set on a beautiful planet. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm getting choked up. <laughs> getting uh, choked <laughs> up. A beautiful sure. planet where you're riding around on pterodactyls yep. with, um, you know, aerial combat mm-hmm. and all of these amazing creatures, this lush environment. Like, if you take away the fact it's a James Cameron movie tie in, this could low key be a this good is, game. This, yeah, no, this 100%. Is, uh, I agree with you. This is like Ark and No Man's Sky together. Yes. I think that what I... I would want a Horizon-style like game. Process, I think that would be best. Yeah, my thought process
0: mm-hmm. comes in and it's like, I know this has nothing to do with it, but this is what I think every time. I watched the movie Avatar and I was like, wow, this is amazing. This would make a super cool game. Played the Wii version of the Avatar movie. <laughs> Fucking awful. Again, I know that it doesn't have any correlation,
1: but I wonder how many Ed, people were scarred by the Wii version and about voids in general. It's like me saying, like, I played Harry Potter and the Philosopher's
2: Zone on the PS1. I think you and seven other yeah. people in Sweden are the only people to ever play the Wii Avatar game in the first place, so I don't think that that's really a problem. Yeah, but. It's not good. It's not good at all. We'll uh, have to yeah. see. There's so many we'll games see. next year. Yeah, those are the yeah. major games that are coming out. There are so many, but we could be here forever. Is there any final thoughts, final takes, final opinions, final words of encouragement to, to an audience who's probably been through a very shitty I year uh, that we want to leave people with? Have
1: yeah i'll talk to the audience in a second but i have a genuine concern that in the next five years video games are just going to plateau because i don't know how long we can keep the uphill trajectory that we're experiencing and we're seeing more and more remakes more and more remasters and less and less original content and i i mean fingers crossed i reckon in the next one to two years we're going to see a massive fucking indie boom and people are going to realize that indie games are where the future of gaming is
0: I think indie is where the future is, but I think that similar to the film industry where we see like remakes of movies, as you go through, you, at, at the five years, we now get a new generation of people that are old enough to experience these games that haven't experienced them when they're younger. And they get a whole new boom of people, just like movies where you get movie remakes of like people seeing movies for the first time that like Disney movies or, or whatever that yeah, they saw Dexter's as Jack and is going to come back. But, Ratchet and Clank is going to come hell back. Yeah. Um, well, I mean Ratchet and Clank already is back I guarantee this well, will be another I, sequel after the yeah exactly yeah. but I think we're going to see stuff like that and a new generation of people experiencing those things for the first time that are going to continue that but I also think indies
1: are the way to go so Um but in regards to Kai's question uh, yeah thank you to to people who are listening even to the people who aren't listening we love you just as much it's just these people yeah. pay us so I don't love um, you we love them slightly more <laughs> um no in all seriousness um thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast this year who has been with us through everything and it's been crazy uh even like i'm still not over the fucking spotify stuff that jarrah was sending me where we were like number one for like x amount of people in their podcast listens and shit
0: like that's Yeah, yeah that's weird even just one person, our, us being like, we had ten people that we were their number one podcast this year, and that just alone is like,
1: that's it's crazy, so weird. It's and weird I don't, I don't want to get like super deep. I don't think I'm deserving of it. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a dude sitting in his fucking spare room, chatting shit about video games, um, and I don't know where I'm going with this, but thank you.
2: Yeah, my only ten. There's so many more of you, motherfuckers. What else are you listening to? i know not all you fuckers are reviewing us either i mean i guess this is the patreon so i'm yelling at the people who probably are those 10 but like you know i said this on the last podcast i'm gonna say it again your homework for this year you're gonna go see your families for christmas you're gonna tuck in have some nice hot toddy maybe open some presents tell a motherfucker about this podcast all right just put it on in the background turn off grandma's turn off grandma's (laughs) crosby album Mm. and just put on (laughs) that might (laughs) Honestly, that might be a mistake. You you may not want to do that. Uh, just, uh, uh, there's some language that probably shouldn't be shared with, broadly with family. Uh, that's fair. But uh, that's fair. Uh, no, I I am very appreciative of this community, uh, and it is incredible that people listen to our bullshit as well. I find it very surprising. Um, I have played more games and have gotten to talk about more art than I ever would have uh, without it, and that I. I would do this, and I told Jared this like Jared needs one person. I don't need anyone. I would do this even if no one listened. Uh, it is most of the time the best the best part of my week uh, is getting to talk about yeah. this stuff. So uh, thank yeah. you, thank you to everyone who listens. I do truly appreciate all of you. Um, and yeah, this week this week, this week has been fucking difficult, but also this whole <laughs> year has been a fucking shit show for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and the last two years have been a shit show and it just seems to be unending. And, um, you know, if we can offer you one hour to two hours of your week where you don't have to worry about that shit, um, you know, that's uh, that's what this offers me is, a, is an hour to talk about games and not worry about anything else. Um, yeah. And that is something that I, I treasure and 100%. I hope you do as well.
1: My weekend yeah. gets planned around this podcast because I look forward to it so <laughs> Ab- much.
0: Absolutely. Uh, no, I... I reflect the sentiment that both of these gentlemen have provided again, very surreal that people listen. We appreciate it. Like, like Kai said, this has been, uh, uh, an avenue of, of catharsis for all of us. I imagine in this difficult time and our, our only one hope is that someone listening could also feel some of that as well. Just a way to escape, just to hang out. We've met so many cool people from starting this, especially this year, this year, there's been some, debut podcast that started in the beginning of this year, uh, Friday Night Gamecast, Nick and Will, so many people that we've got onto the show and and hopefully we'll get more and more people in the future but not only being able to provide you with just a distraction but just getting so many different perspectives and experiences on this thing that we love which is video games has been super cool and I hope Mm -hmm. that we find more friends to hang out with and to get on the show because it's been great. We love you guys. That's Alrighty. it. And ben, you're amazing. Don't fucking sell yourself short.
2: Yeah. Best DM ever. You too. Okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know how to take that. So I'm just going to that. You, are, you, are, you yeah.
2: are
0: the only DM we would ever want and we ever need. Yeah, that's I, true.
2: I don't like compliments. so this. I know. And <laughs> neither do I. I fully understand that. Uh, we're going to listen to this a year from now. And we'll see how we did. Uh, and we'll do a recap session, um, and hopefully we continue this for many years to come. And our takes yeah. keep getting worse
1: because yep, oh god, yeah, that's how it goes um yep. very nearly two years boys
0: like two yep. months and a bit there there will be many more turn-based rpgs that we shit on there will be many more nostalgia games you guys love that we will hate that is part of the process and maybe hope at some point that. we'll finally play
1: persona 5 there will be more zelda games being played on this podcast a hundred percent i'll give you an out we don't have mm. to play persona 5 if you want to play death stranded instead
0: we were just talking about that. We literally, at the reveal, the Game Awards, we like, we'll play Death Stranding.
2: Yeah, Ooh. Monster Energy Advertisement. Game. Hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make the community a deal. If we get, how many, how many uh, fucking patrons do we have right now?
3: Uh, I like, want to say like uh, seven?
2: seven, six, yeah. seven. Okay, seven. If we get to 20 patrons at any point next year, I promise you I will play Persona 5.
0: I can set Patreon goals. If we get to 20, then we'll play Persona
2: 5 for the...
0: Yes, I will play all of the We will let the entire community know that. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to getting to the end of the episode. As always, you know we appreciate you guys. We love our patrons here, and we hope you all had a very, very Christmas, and we'll see you in the new year okay guys we love you so much thank you again for an amazing year of the podcast and we will see you in 2023 peace out yep bye everyone
1: bye y'all happy holidays